Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay, the word is out. They're gonna talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe to know from masterpieces to deep fried tacos and if the movie sucks you might hear them say there's no telling where the guys will take you get ready for a spoiler won't say it twice cause we're already Broadcasting from the Lush But Not Lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude. This is Real Spoilers, episode 730, Ant-Man 3, Beatlemania. Hey! It's a different movie. It's Ant-Man and Wasp Beatlemania. Oh, You can't just erase the woman in the title. I think it's Janet Van Dyne and everybody else in this movie. (laughs) Okay. Is she uh, a wasp? She was right. the original See? wasp. So yeah. she's, I mean, yeah. technically, so it's Ant-Man and the Wasp. I didn't say which one. <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. Didn't say which one. <laughs> so uh, let's uh, go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. And Matt Basler is returning to it's me. Uh, discuss. We, we made him watch every MCU property <laughs> before being Actually, on the show. Actually, I, I asked him to read every Marvel comic. Oh, yeah. dang. Before I'm caught up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to talk about it. Excited to talk about the differences mm-hmm. and... Uh, I guess when Hank slapped that lady, right? That's <laughs> I think that's the only thing you talk about when you talk about Ant Man comics. The so. uh, yeah, the original Hank. Yeah, he's a little problematic. So uh, oh, uh, shameless plugs before we get in all that. <laughs> Don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcast, iHeart, TuneIn, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us. While you're there, be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. Maybe leave us a review. That's always appreciated. You can also find us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. It's called the League of Show Sharers because we're hoping you will share an episode. It's just the easiest, simplest thing you can do to uh, help the show out. People who were kind enough to share an episode this week include uh, Librarian Cynthia, Tammy Lynn Powers Betts, Gabriel Lugo, Chris Sanders, Chris Magic Man, Chris Valls. The trifecta. Chris Mm -hmm. trifecta two weeks in a row. Phil Timon, Julian Jordan, 
dissect that film, Josh Rosen, Brent Smith, Heather Sachs, Chris Williams, Invasion of the Remake, Colby Mack, Ryan Terry from the Forza Crowd podcast, Brick Foes, Foes, mm. I guess is how you say that. All right. People in your Twitter names. Megan Kearns, Ronnie Castle, David Rojas, Batman Rye Guy, Manic Pixie Weirdo Podcast, Spoiler Piece Theater, Nostalgia Cast, Mike Mike and Oscar, Matt Naglia, In Session Film, Geek to Me Radio, and Feel and Film. So thank you very much for sharing an episode. We greatly appreciate it. We also have a Patreon. Uh, I don't know if you know about that or not, Matt, but we have a Patreon. My podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you explain it? So me and Joe host a podcast called Real Spoilers Patreon. Correct, yes. It's Good a horror name. movie podcast exclusively. <laughs> That's all we ever talk about. Can tell. Yeah, it's great. Well, I don't know. My what... bloody Valentine. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's, we're still getting our yeah, extreme head start <laughs> yep. on the holidays yes. and Christmas. Next episode is going to be Violent Night, I believe. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, Matt loved it. Well, uh, and it's you, you go you go to patreon dot com slash real spoilers with two e's. You still spell it that way? Uh, yeah, there's one in real, one in spoilers. <laughs> okay, the so three, just, three, just, three, three, three. Yeah, right. yeah. Oh, sorry. Gosh, and it's just great. It's not directly affiliated with this podcast, so but thank <laughs> you for bringing up. Thank you for letting me do yeah a, a plug for me in the very beginning. That's cool. No problem. Well, we figure people are going to bail pretty early. <laughs> yeah, also yeah. fair. Yeah, Especially gonna... when we start talking about all the multiverses. And oh kings man, and... do you think they'll go? Oh, it's a okay Marvel movie. Got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> check. Sure. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've seen these. Before. I've seen these. Yeah, right. I know how they work. What else can you say? <laughs> at pretty this point. Pretty lights. Punching. Boom. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Teaser for the next one. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what is there? Anything else? No, that's it. No. Oh, YouTube. You can see these on oh, YouTube. Yeah. I don't know if you know that or not. So when I hate a movie, you can see my face all red. Man, I just looked at the camera. <laughs> it's like a tomato. <laughs> so there's all that. Let's dig in, shall we? I didn't like. Okay, this movie's fine. I think this movie is a lot I don't, of fun. Like it's. I mean, is this top tier Marvel? No, but like when people are dragging this, like I don't get it. There's nothing wrong with this movie. It's I, honestly, fine. it to me, it it ha- it oddly feels like the first Iron Man. In that that thing that that first movie sets your tone for the next up until the Avengers, right? So this kind of feels the same way, where it's like we we haven't been floundering, but there has been this weird period, like post Endgame, little post Spider Man, that they were trying to figure it out. Yeah, like what the you know, Love and Thunder wasn't very good. The Mouth of Madness was fine, like it was fun, it was good. But to me, this feels like okay, we're back on track of telling us a story but we're also moving forward where the first iron man kind of felt the same way so i that's that's it it feels like the first iron man and now we're going forward with wherever we're going from here i think the first iron man had good writing and that's true the first iron man had practical sets also true this movie feels like it's all filmed in one room with a green screen because i'm sure it was yeah yeah i mean it you're just, in the quantum verse i mean how else are you gonna do that? it's just it's it's very hard in this film to feel like you have any sense of geography it's just a lot of especially when they're close-ups and they're just like flying through things and it, there's Something about this film, and I thought it was okay. I enjoyed it, but I didn't love it. And I think a lot of it is because it just felt, I don't know, it just felt kind of flat. Again, it just, I think that they are, they're all just, Marvel's depending too much on that round thing that they all film in, and it all feels fake. You know, I want that some practical thing? sets. Yeah, they do the 360 degree 
the vision or whatever they call oh, it. Oh, 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 Vision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there it is. Well, and, it. <laughs> and so when I was watching it, it just kind of felt like there wasn't a lot of tangible stuff, you know, and no knock to the visual artists because, I mean, there's some really weird, wacky stuff, and I thought they were very creative and they looked cool, but the film also didn't feel like it had a firm footing anywhere. It just, it you all think- just... It's a little more overtime for the VFX artists (laughs) would have done it. I think they should maybe build a couple practical sets and do some CG around that. I think that depends on the story. I think they shouldn't set their whole movie in the quantum verse. That's the main problem. Once they went there. The quantum verse is Florida, right? Okay. It's a nice place to visit. But I wouldn't want to live there. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Well, the, the beginning of the movie... Old Scott walking around, being a goofy guy, eating with his family. Yeah. And I'm like, this I like. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm like, I love that it's silly and, you know, him walking around and signing stuff, whatever. I'm like, this is great. And then when they went to the Quantumverse, and again, I, I, didn't, I didn't. Quantum I, Realm. Okay. And I went, I didn't. Sure. <laughs> I avoided all trailers. So okay, I nerd. Yeah. I know. <laughs> you know, some scratching my neck beard while I was evening. <laughs> I always try to not watch trailers. Sometimes I'm in a theater and I catch one of them. I saw no trailers for this, right? You really saw nothing from I this? I saw nothing from this. Okay. So when we went in there, I'm like, damn, we're spending the whole movie in this place, aren't we? I'm I like, tell, like, it does, just, that, uh, that did not, this also feels like 70s Marvel. Like 70s Marvel comics where they were just. It seems like the most, um, what, do they, what do they call it? Not solar. Uh were they out in outer space? Cosmic, cosmic, yeah. it, like the yeah. vibe of it, the look of it is very the most, much like, so. cosmic thing they've done. But it's actually very small. <laughs> if you didn't know, we're not digging out in space. <laughs> but it's just, like can't say inner space because that did get a trailer for that. Been used when I was at the draft house. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Space verse. They didn't um, show you knock at the cabin door. Knock at the Matt. Space realm. Sorry. Together. But it like there's there's a run in in seventies Marvel comics where they were just going for it whatever they could try they were trying it because they were high also correct they you're were, not wrong they were tripping <laughs> balls yeah you, and it shows yes. and some of it's and there's the doctor strange stuff somebody is at the printer was like we bought too much purple ink if you, Kev, I got a story for you. If you can use a lot of red and purple, <laughs> right. we can save you three cents a copy let, let me make a comparison here I think this is the, the problem no no, please, right. please. Okay, thanks. Fine. Sorry, I forgot I had to right. use the magic word. So, Avatar all takes place in a another universe with planets and stuff, and that's amazing. You feel like you're sucked yeah. into that world and you're a part Visually. of it. Visually, and yeah, yeah. I mean, but, it never feels tangible to me. Okay, but okay. Do you think well, it feels more tangible than this? No, I don't. Okay. Oh my. Okay. So, but okay. so we're on opposite I, ends there. I, well, and I, th- I think because like. Those are, it's like I know none of it's real. Sure, right? Just a spoiler, <laughs> but uh, but like it's supposed to actually be a tree or a rock. It's just like a an avatar rock, right? Whatever, whatever that planet's called. Pandora. You know, un- un- sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the planet of Spotify. <laughs> this is a rock, yeah. right? And where the quantum realm, like none of it's real. Yeah. So like, I think I can and psychologically, I can give it a wider berth because I'm like, it's not supposed to have a a physical, tactile existence mm-hmm. in quite fair. the same way that Pandora is supposed to. Do you to. think? Rarely. Well, perhaps not. But uh, this movie, right? It's got the vibe of like we go to this other place that is in our world and. 
doesn't really affect us. And I know, like, Kang's going to bust out of there or whatever. But it's like uh, like a Flight of the Navigator situation where at the end of the movie, wow, nothing has changed. Yeah, the stakes are very low. And I was going to actually make the same point that, like, the, by setting it in the quantum realm, Thank you. Joe, Thank you very much. Uh, it just kind of feels like ultimately, like, None of this matters. Right. Like when they're if like, Kang gets out, it matters, right. but it doesn't. So you've effectively, if you never watched this movie and never knew there was a quantum realm or a right. Kang there, you wouldn't know if he got out or didn't. It would have no effect on the mm-hmm. MCU. Right. And so when That's they're true. like, oh, you were to, to, to Janet, they were like, you were here and then you left and forgot about us. And it's like, yeah, None of us I went home. Yeah, because <laughs> you're like, it's like Horton hears who, man? Like nobody cares. You're a little tiny. Yeah. Yeah, it's... That's, and I think that's, that's totally ultimately fair. the problem. Is I, I watched it and it was entertaining, but by the end, since he didn't get out, now I get it. If he got out, then we, the repercussions well, there's the, would there's go the everywhere. There's the issue, right? Like this version of Kang doesn't get out. He yeah. he dies basically. Well, we think he dies, but I don't. He's think reborn. He dies. He's reborn. But there's like an infinite number. Yeah, of that's them. the problem. When he dies, another one gets reborn. Correct. So. And then there is just an infinite number of Kangs. Yeah. Now, do you know who Kang's relative is? Mm-hmm. Reed Richards. His reality, he is, a, he is a descendant of Reed Richards, which the, his name is Nathan Richards. So, I mean, this does open the door for the Fantastic Four right. at some point. I don't, you know, whatever they're going to do with that. I think we've all said that, like, set that in the 60s and then zip them at the end of that movie to... To the present day. Well, not even. It looks like put, put them in the quantum realm or something where they right. get stuck. I think it was the... So does that the, mean we get a black Reed Richards? Well, I mean, I'm getting on the message board right now. The, the, I mean, I'm sure there's a ways around that. <laughs> the rumor for a while it was, was cheaty would be. Yeah, it was gonna, clearly not. Clearly not. But I guess if you're playing in the multiverse, maybe they can say. But uh, this does certainly seem like it to would me. Not happen, to me, but. if if you're casting Krasinski as the alternate Reed Richards, right? I think he's probably going to be your Reed Richards. You think they always look like Krasinski? I think. I mean, we Just know like that Kang always looks. Like, gonna, but he doesn't Jonathan though. Majors. Like he does. He oh, that's true. Well, he has he like features like of Jonathan Majors. Majors. Yeah, they all it different, is him, whatever. literally. Yeah. Um. So I have a feeling that Krasinski is going to be Reed Richards. I am kind of bummed that they wasted William Jackson Harper. Yeah. On that, that is a big waste. That, it was cool great. to see him, but you're right. Like they were talking about, people were rumoring Reed Richards, and it's like, well, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. But. It would have been a massive. So, but I mean, you know, he's. I think is Kang, it, Kang I, is is pretty far down like the Richards lineage. I think is so, the King Tut gotcha. one. The King, is, the King is Tut one the is the is the original Nathan Richards. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. The guy that we see at the the second post credit sequence becomes the King Tut one. He's the first one. Yeah, I mean, I guess they could explain it that way. Yeah. Or yeah. Or I well, we'll get there. But I I have a different theory for the post credits. Which one? Both of them or just uh, the this. The second one okay. that you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, the, like like Matt said, is this movie kicks off with we've got Scott and we're post-blip and everything's, you know, he's living a pretty decent life, right? He's got his, his daughter's back and played by a different actress this time. This is the this is the gal from Freaky, I think. She was the, the lead. Oh, was she? I think she okay. was the lead in Freaky, which was also Kevin, very good. Kevin James. <laughs> Kevin James. It was Vince Vaughn. Uh, sorry. You're thinking of... The other one. The other one. <laughs> yeah, where Kevin James does play a serial killer. Catherine Newton is the actor's name. Yes, which was, it shit, got kind of, 
feel bad for the gal that was in, yeah. that I'm was in a Marvel Endgame. movie. Like, oh. eh, never mind. <laughs> but Catherine Newton's really good. And I think what they're doing is setting up for the Young Avengers. Oh, uh, she's So she's when you're going to have Hawkeye. And ha- like, so, yeah. you know, I guess they're looking for someone. I mean, no offense to the other gal. I didn't think she was bad or anything. But they're thinking long term. And I guess they just figured- Well, they've introduced almost all of them. So yeah. the Patriot was in... Captain America and the Winter Soldier. He was the grandson, I think, or the great grandson of Isaiah Bradley. Uh, you've got the twins. Ugh. You're a big fan of the twins. Oh, get them out of here. <laughs> Guess what? They become main parts of that yeah. team. <laughs> I believe I'm on record as <laughs> disgusted with them. Uh, then you've got so then you've got Cassie, who's stature. You've got Kate Bishop. Mm-hmm. The only one you're missing is there's Iron Lad, who is a, a Kang at who becomes Kang at one point. And there's a couple other ones that kind of like pop in and out of it, but that mm. Young Avengers team is is there. Yeah, like they've got it. So I go. think that's why they wanted to cast someone, lock them into a long term contract, and whatever they're looking for. I guess she filled the role, and I thought she was really good in this. No, I thought I she, she held her own with Paul Rudd comedically. Mm. I, I thought she was really good. I like what she's like. It's the Bumblebee guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, which okay, we're just gonna get that out of the way. The Modok thing, I thought was great. The Modok thing <laughs> was great. The Modok thing looked terrible. I think it. It okay. looked horrible. I mean, as weird as Modok is in I don't any know. form, I don't know how you make Modok. That's what I'm saying. Look, it's so Are, it's so creepy to look. at. <laughs> Are you sure it looked bad, or is it just a thing where you can't make a big head? But they do it in different forms of animation, and I'm but I'm I think saying that's the difference. Yeah, you know, I think seeing it in real life. But it, quote but, unquote. yeah, no, I get what you're saying. It's a uh, very challenging. I think I maybe would have liked more practical effects than a CG stretched head. Did like, you want to cut off Darren uh, Chris's head? Or not <laughs> but Darren, I think you could have could, you could have used a prosthetic around his head and still enlarged it. But it looked very CG. It looked like they photoshopped out a head That's and fair. put it on a floating thing. I don't. Disagree I just with mean that. I think it was handled very bad. I don't think it's necessarily the design, and it definitely wasn't him. And he was funny, but it looked so cheap. The there way are, they did it. There are moments in these. Marvel movies as a comic fan where it's just like I cannot believe yeah. I am looking at oh, yeah. Modoc I mean props to on them the screen doing like this that. is insane this is I think the weirdest Marvel movie I don't think you're wrong and I love the weirdness about it so like all my other complaints don't have to do with the weirdness and this is written by a Rick and Morty writer which makes total so sense so this movie is a Rick and Morty episode I mean if you look at Rick and Morty and how they go to all these alien planets and yeah. there's weird Alternate aliens dimensions. doing weird stuff and you know, Rick is time traveling. There's a citadel of Ricks, when which get, is the Council of Kings. When I you mean, get to the little blobby monster, yeah. like that's oh, yeah. right this, out of Rick and Morty. Like this Rick and Morty writer just came out and used Rick and Morty <laughs> story. For, like, do I have a script I haven't used yet? Yeah. Oh, I got one. Which I'm sure they pulled stuff from Marvel. I'm not saying they don't all share, but it's like this is so similar to a Rick and Morty storyline. It feels almost like a live action Rick and Morty because I mean, Soul Writer is a Rick and Morty writer. Is he? Is he? Jeff Loveness. Does he is he a guy that has written multiple episodes? Oh yeah, like okay. six or seven. And okay, really okay. good ones. Well, that yeah. shows over. Well, maybe not. No, I guess we'll find it's not. They'll, a, they'll, they'll, they'll find somebody. Yeah, as long I mean, as there's drug paraphernalia out there, <laughs> but Rick just, and Morty will survive. <laughs> for the record, apparently Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon they co-created the show, but since season one, Justin Roiland hasn't been involved in the creative. Oh, is that right? He does his recording of voices from home. He doesn't go to writers' meetings. He doesn't meet with them. Hmm. He's so distanced from it, so he was just... I know that he's a lot of voices in the main two, but he's basically a voice actor. So, like, that show will not change. They have a 
team of talented writers. Sure. Dan Harmon's the creative. He does the after the episode interviews. Like Roiland is never involved with that stuff. Mm. So he was just a voice actor. So Good. he's Good. gone, whatever. Screw that guy. And it will the show will literally will not change other than voices. And there's a guy that does voices that everyone's rooting for that sounds just like them. So yeah, it's back I, up. Matt F. Bowsler. Mm-hmm. Was that was that you? Purpose yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me, Rick. Oh my god! Oh boy, we gotta get to the quantum. Uh, it's uh, realm. Re- realm. <laughs> See, oh so See? basically, it's it'll it's be fine. The, yeah, it's in the bag. <laughs> Don't okay. even worry about it. I've but never watched one. Episode it's pretty of that great. Show. You've never seen Rick and Morty. No. It's really funny. It's a really funny <laughs> show. Yeah, it's really funny. You should check it out. It's it looks dumb every time someone <laughs> quotes from it. It sounds dumb. It's sure. very funny. And it 80% is. of the time, the people who are quoting from it yeah. are dumb. Uh-huh. And so I'm just like, I think I'm good. It's very <laughs> clever. It, the writing, again, they've got a team of writers that the way that the story all interweaves into all these weird things in different dimensions, and it is fun. One it's, of the guys wrote Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. dang. Yeah, that totally like that. makes sense. I didn't think, mm-hmm. yeah, once, once you watch them both back to back. Yeah, so everything is kind of... Scott is okay. He's not. Re- There's no real threat right now, so he's just kind of living his life. He wrote a book, and he's a very minor Avenger. He is a so very he minor. Get called upon frequently. <laughs> no, he's the he smallest Avenger. He is the smallest mm-hmm. Avenger and the largest, and also the largest, depending on how cold it is. Correct. <laughs> Which way the dial goes? Yeah. Uh, I think he uses a little thing in his hand. <laughs> I, don't, a, boop. I don't think weather has. It's a, a thermometer. <laughs> He's checking oh, the weather. He's checking see, the that's weather. why it's either red or blue. So you got to read see? the comics to yeah, know about right. these powers. That's right. It's a little Easter egg. Cool yeah. for the kids. Are you red pilling us right now? <laughs> no. Oh God, no! Don't say that. <laughs> but life is kind of mundane. Hope has kind of has taken over Pym Industries and transformed it. It's like Pym Van Dyne uh, Industries uh, now. You know, and it is uh, kind the of the irony of her running a science I was, company, oh, brother. <laughs> I got to tell you that she's not in this movie a lot, and I mm-hmm. think there's a reason. Yeah. It was hard. Every time we see her, you're just like, oh, I wonder hard. how much they're going to cut Zachary Levi out of Shazam. Oh, I don't, I don't think so. I don't, I, I don't think what he was saying I don't think had it was. anything to do with the COVID. I think it got taken Everyone out of presumed that, yeah. and he's like on record for a lot of times in the past talking about how pharmaceutical industries control the prices of things like insulin and all that. Right. Everyone hates pharmaceutical industries for that, but he said it, and everyone goes, oh, my God, the vaccine. But it's like he didn't say vaccine. Right. Right. He said, I think that pharmaceutical Pfizer's companies. a problem because right. of, and that's all he said. So I, it, it yeah. got, I think it got, well, it doesn't and James Gunn that. handled that masterfully. Yeah. He's I like, tell if you. I disagreed with, with something that someone said, I'd have no cast. Like <laughs> right. I can't, I'm here to, you know, based on their performance and whatever. And like, based I on how many criminal charges they have <laughs> against them. That we need to get this movie. But like, out. I mean, Please. I love the way he's handling stuff. If you hear the way James Gunn responds to a lot of the crazies and other criticisms, doesn't, it's doesn't like, doesn't help or doesn't hurt that he had his own stuff to deal with and had sure. to handle it a certain way. So, but he's little, really good at dealing yeah. with people. He shuts them down quick. You know, he's good at what he does, and and I think he has really good answers. Here, for, here's Ezra's charge sheet. Can you explain that, please? <laughs> no, they were crazy, <laughs> right. but they are getting help. Apparently, I bet they are. James Gunn's... I mean, you, you haven't heard Until, about them. And because, he, because they're locked in a room somewhere. <laughs> like they Shut them down. But Gunn basically said, like... The, I mean, it doesn't excuse their actions, but Gunn said they're getting help, and we'll, after that's all done, we'll see where we stand. But, we'll recast it, yeah. them. 
Yeah. And, probably. you know, they, they since Gunn took over, they filmed different endings and stuff for Flash. So clearly oh, they really? things are going to change. Interesting. Like they came in and they've got an idea. Obviously, it all has to flow into wherever they're going with this. So. It is funny. They, they came out with a, uh, a the new Champion of Shazam comic oh. that has Mary Marvel as the lead. And I was like, bye, Zach. <laughs> That's what that is. Um, yeah. So but his life is very mundane. Janet is doing his thing, her thing. And not sorry, not Janet. Hope is doing, but and and life is okay. Cassie is trying to make a difference though, where she sees that her dad pretty much retired because he wants to be a family man. But she's like, "You've got all this potential to change the world, and you're wasting it away. You're writing a book, you know, like right. you're not helping people." And so she's protesting, and her <laughs> her grandpa has given her some technology, <laughs> like she shrunk a cop car at a protest. That I think was a hilarious like little button to that of, of Scott getting Cassie out of jail yeah. and the cops like, Give me give me that back. She's like, I don't, I don't know. know what you're talking well, I about. I found this. And she's like puts the cop car like Looks a, like a cop, Hot Wheels, little, but a little it's a, toy. Yeah, she shrunk it, it. it. So it is interesting, you know, the first we know the first one was supposed to be written and directed by Edgar Wright. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of Edgar Wright fingerprints on that first movie. Where I feel like they, that has kind of carried over from each one. Like, there's definitely bits and pieces where you're like, well, that's kind of like an Edgar Wright gag. Like, the the mini car yeah. is an Edgar Wright gag, which I think is interesting. And Because I think that was in development before Iron Man. It was in it for a right? long time. He was attached to it for like a decade before mm-hmm. all that, and then it fell apart. And then Adam yeah. McKay was attached mm-hmm. at one point. And then, and then Peyton Reed's done all of them. I, I mean, Peyton, it's interesting. We, we've talked about the Moneyball thing, but like the guy that did the Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. Was another guy who like had like one film under his belt, like Cop Car, I think was that with, mm-hmm. with Kevin Bacon, mm-hmm. and then he just made these three massive movies that were huge successes. Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, I'll just stick around here in the Marvel world. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna go do the Fantastic Four after this. I don't know, I'm good. I'm, you know, what's the timeline here? How how far after uh, End Game is is Ant Man? Th- so people blipped for five years, right? Yeah, that's right. what they say. Okay. It's what they want you to think. That's <laughs> right. So there is, I don't. Do they ever show a year in this one? They don't. But I'm like, you have to, I have to believe that they would reference like a doc, like that Dr. Strange thing happens in the middle of New York City. I think that's, mm-hmm. step back for a second, because I have no idea what the answer to that is. I have no, as much as like, I don't know the geography of the quantum realm. realm. I was getting there. You just, I was saying it very slow. I don't know the timeline of when movies take place. And I think this is the first movie where I just step back and I'm like, this is getting convoluted. Well, I think you mean like, every, a, like a timeline, you mean? Yeah. I think this is the most convoluted of, I mean, they're, they're recreating the problem. The comics had right, in the eighties, which is, was like, I mean, DC had it with like, Oh no, that's earth 37. And, and, Marvel had it. It was just it became such a soap opera. The stories threaded through so many. I mean, right. It was like every other panel had an asterisk that yeah, was like, read see it. this other comic book right, right. Uh, issue and number. And and then if you did try to go see it, it's like, oh, that's seventy five dollars. <laughs> watching this, <laughs> Damn it. yeah. I, watching this, my thought was, as cool as this is, this feels the most like the comics. This is starting to feel like comics. And I think that it's getting so convoluted with what you have to watch. I've never been one of those people because I watch all this stuff, but I've seen all this stuff and I'm watching this and I'm like, oh my gosh, like my head's starting to hurt trying to figure out the Kang thing and the TVA and all this. But the TVA, that's a a, a five second, 10 second scene at the end of the movie. 
No, but I mean, but the implications of what the TVA is doing and why Kang's doing what he's doing and what it means for all these other universes and how they tie in. Like, I think that it's just the story is getting so convoluted with all these different crossovers. It's not just bad guy Avengers assemble now. Now it's like the, the, the time works differently. So I'm this Kang and I did this over here. And then my Kang that's reincarnated started the TVA. And now we're on this. It, it's just like, it's hard to go to a movie I, and watch that and be like, oh, this is entertaining. <laughs> You're just like, what the hell is going on here? I, I think when you start... so. Yes, that is very much a comic book thing where you go to panel. You're like, if you want to see where Spider-Man got that suit, go to ASM yeah, 300 right. or whatever. Don't because you're never going to afford it right now. Yeah. But I think where they're going to run into an issue is when they start doing the multiverse, like which we've already we're already doing. We're we've already got it. That is where you're going to have like, wait, who's that person? Like, why is Peggy Peggy Carter in that suit? Or I thought that was Captain Marvel's friend. Like, I don't know what we're yeah. doing. That I think is the issue. I don't really have as much of a problem with. Other characters dropping in and out. Right? I don't think anything about Thanos was confusing. Did you guys ever feel confused? No, about because Thanos? so this is what that, right? that, this is what I mean is like and it worked really well building we, up to Thanos. But we knew we were building the Thanos right yeah. now. I think I don't think we're building the Kang. I think we're building to Galactus. Like that's where I think we're going to end up. There's an awful lot of Kang in these shows and movies to that's, not be. That's true, but I think Galactus <laughs> is going to be yeah. like when you start getting into the Fantastic Four and. I feel like this surfer. this phase we're going to get a lot of Kang, and then maybe it's Galactus. But then you know, but at some point too, like, but then, but then what? Doctor Doom. I have know, a feeling they're, but there's a finite number of things of big like things. That. Yeah, like big, is yeah. Kang when he's talking about the the big thing that's going to happen. That's what I like, think is Galactus. Think yeah. yeah, I mean, I could be wrong, but my I think they're building to Kang, but. We'll I think Kang, I think there's so much planting that if they then make I'm like oh no there's just this other thing like like they built the Thanos for a long time I think this is them building the Kang I think it's Kang and the High Evolutionary I think those yeah. are the two because that that the High Evolutionary is in Guardians three spoilers oh, sorry thanks all right I didn't tell you what he was it's but, in the uh, trailers oh <laughs> all right I had to dodge that one as soon as that started playing oh, I'm like yeah. phone don't think about it I just like but I think like yeah I think you're probably right I think this phase will the multiverse will be Kang, but I think the next one where we're going is going to be Thanos, or not Thanos, but Galactus. Whoa, I know. <laughs> like we went back around. That's great. I did not expect that. <laughs> well, I asked. So I ask because how if Scott saved the world two years ago, cut him some freaking slack. <laughs> I know. And. What's wrong with writing a book? And he's reading to children. <laughs> I just, yeah, true. Dad, we know. You told us you saved the world. It's like, yeah, that's kind of, he's a humble dude about it, too. But like, he did I save saved the world. The I know. World. I was like, I they're mean to him. But I mean, no matter what your you parents do, right. do right. it's lame. Right. Oh, for sure. But, but, then, but Hank Pym is a Hank and Janet. Here, hop on I, in. All I can think about during that scene is my son was really into Guitar Hero. And he would always play as Zach Wilde. Okay. Right? And so one day I noticed like he only ever plays as Zach Wilde. And I was like, hey, Brian, come here. Let me show you something. I go to my Facebook page and I pull up a picture of me and Zach Wilde thinking he's going to think yeah. that's the coolest thing in the world. Right. And he's just like, oh, Okay. <laughs> Like, totally. I guess it's the There's guy no, in the game. I get you, the kid thing. Like, you like, will never yeah. impress your children. <laughs> Actors old, talk about it all the time. Yeah. Where uh, who was it that said like, I my kid thought I worked at Paul the Rudd. Movie. 
Did he say that? Yeah, oh, exactly yeah. that was. It's, it's, yeah, he's like, my kids thought I worked at a at movie, the movie theater. theater like, and so I just let them <laughs> yeah. think it, which is a very Paul Rudd thing. Yeah. But like, there's nothing you can do that will. The only time your children will ever be impressed with you is when you are dead, and then <laughs> no. and then they will look back at all the things, and then they'll be like, "Man, oh, that was kind of cool." He took a but, picture with Zach Wild. Yeah, all right, now I'm gonna go play guitar. Yeah, Zach, as, Zach, right. as Zach Wild, as now somebody I, else now. Yeah, now I my I, dad's friend. I tear up every time I play guitar. Yeah. <laughs> But I get it, but I know what you mean, and it is just a humorous thing. But also, I was just in the back of my head, I'm like, man, Dang. that's kind of mean, because, yeah. He, he literally <laughs> punched a space dragon yeah. in the face, which and knocked it down. And, and then, I don't, I think this movie starts too, uh, uh, sort of abruptly, like, hey, hey, look, I built the oh. thing. Whoa, we're getting sucked in, and I here's know, the movie. And then we were, they, then we were there. In a, mo- in a movie, like, I want to know, and I guess the answer is, no, they can't. But could Marvel do an Ant-Man movie or something that isn't an action movie at all? And and the whole movie is about perhaps Scott recognizing I haven't done anything. Oh, man, a character-driven. Right. Yeah, and like, yeah, he's using called, his it was, powers. It was called he's The doing... Eternals, and they dropped the ball. Yeah. I, I th- love I, Eternals. I, 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 I didn't see it. So you, I, missed, I, what? <laughs> you missed nothing. Um, I love it. It's you missed it. awful. No. Great. I guess you, they, they you tested would it. And... still be asleep. One of and, the best Marvel movies. No, oh, that's oh, just a ridiculous statement. Love it. But that's, <laughs> love it. But, um, but oh, anyway. I loved it a thousand times more than this. I would watch Eternals oh, no 20 way. times no before this. No, oh, this no. Is, yep, yep. this kicks the <laughs> down of the Eternals. <laughs> but, yeah. and, but I think what you're responding to is them trying to correct from the piece of <laughs> that was the Eternals. Okay. <laughs> is that okay. they were like, it was two hours and 40 minutes. When it's like, did that thing That's need insane. to be as long as Endgame? No. no, four hours twenty minutes. No, it didn't. <laughs> yeah, because you're high. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, this movie is too long. I think, yeah, I think and, Ant Man's. And oh, see, I thought, and I, I a pretty think, good clip. I because I, I had the same thought of like how quickly they got to the quantum realm, but I was more like, oh, thank you. Mm. I don't need all. Like, I get it. We're here to go to the quantum realm. It seemed very like an '80s movie, right? Like, yeah. it doesn't. Oh. It doesn't take very long to get so good. to the to the premise of a Flight movie of back then, right? So really good. It was like normally within the first ten minutes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, and we went back in. <laughs> We're time. done. Yeah. Honey, I you know? And so I was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't need all that. This isn't, this isn't a super series. The other thing oh, too is, I want maybe. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, know, I, I want I what he's talking about. I don't mind getting like, okay, this like getting reacclimated. Like here's where we are, You're right? Yeah. And now we're back, and now we're right. going. To- I guess it just seems like that's not a, a character trait of Scott Lang. It never has been the existential now- crisis kind of thing. The what? The existential crisis? Like, what am I doing? Or well, he doesn't seem to be having that. No, not as at much all. as people are just saying you're not doing anything, and and then it. So they're like giving you this new Scott character thing by just someone telling it to you. Uh, and again, I was like, I don't know. I was. I, was I would into... have liked to have seen him dealing with that existential yeah. crisis with him going like, well, maybe I do. I mean, we but, see I mean, he him eventually. He, he is though, right? Because yeah. he's got Cassie like in yeah. his ear. He's thrown into it. Sure. I just. Yeah. It would have been nice to have a little bit more of him like realizing like, oh, well, maybe. No, it's Pim. It's Pim. oh, okay. <laughs> Pim. Okay. And then they like the uh, end of that arc. I guess is that he he saves. These people that he like, saves the world again. That we're like squishing every time we take a step. <laughs> right? So who yeah. even cares? But it, I mean, he does save the world 
again because if Kang gets out. That's the weird thing. It's so important. It's so important Kang doesn't get out because that would have universe, multiverse shattering repercussions well, because I- he would go destroying all these timelines. But when he doesn't, it's like no one ever knows. But it's okay, but that's a comic book. Yeah. Right? Like if this if, if we're so, gonna say that this is a mini series if it's a bottle episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. This this is a six issue mini series of Scott of a Scott Lang adventure. And then at the end of the series, that's it. I, like, have they trained us in the MCU though? Like I'm not saying I mean a lot of times I like bottle episodes. There was a great bottle episode of The Last of Us that I thought was wonderful, the best of the season. But has the MCU trained us the stakes always have to be huge? Because something about this movie just left me going like, ah, I mean, I was entertained. Uh, but I, I think mean, when they raise the stakes, it's been so good that you yeah. want it yeah. to be like Well, that. and the stakes are low personally as, as well. The quantum realm doesn't affect Scott or Cassie. Or, right. Uh, maybe Janet a little more, but. but, but which is, doesn't she come also... back with like weird powers in the second one? Am I remember that wrong? Didn't she come know. back with like where she like fixes ghost? I th- Oh, right. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, But I I also feel like if you go into an Ant-Man movie expecting high stakes, maybe that's a you problem. But right. Like it's in that first one, though, like it is a heist movie. Now, the stakes aren't crazy high, but there are high stakes. Right. You've got Scott trying to stay out of his jail within within the concept of the film, but not within the concept of the Marvel universe. That's true. But you know what's weird is as low as the stakes seem. And I actually really like the message because the message of this film is Cassie saying, well, even though these this is this micro, super microscopic thing that doesn't affect us, like these are still people that are worth fighting for. Like I actually person's a person, no matter how small it's important. Exactly. So, So I like I actually like that part. But the weird thing is, is that the stakes don't seem to be there, but they also, again, if Kang escapes, the stakes are infinite, right? Like he will destroy everything. So, and I think maybe I want an Ant-Man that seems like it has less stakes at the same time. Right. Like I don't, I don't oh, want, I, see what you're I saying. don't want quantum mania. I don't want multiverse, whatever. I want Ant-Man doing heists yeah. in, in the real world. I, I just, I, uh, I don't need it to be a big movie. I want it. I, I don't want it to be a big yeah, movie. Yeah. I want right? it to like, be really small. Saying. I want fair. it to be in San I, Francisco. I feel I want like. Paul Rudd got sidelined for a lot of this movie, and he's yeah. Yeah. he's the charm of these movies. Exactly, and this so, is a Michelle Pfeiffer led movie. Yeah, like she is the lead of this. When and Paul you, Rudd's here, I thought he, we were going to start hearing Gangster Paradise. Mm. I was all right with it. Yeah, but when Paul Rudd was on screen in this film and doing his thing, and he's very funny and very charismatic, you know, one of yeah. the most likable people, it was great. But I think it just went on to too much stuff and the Kang stuff, and it felt like it was setting up for all this different timelines and all that and I, I think to me i missed what made those other ant-man movies so good and like yeah they're not top tier but like they're always very solid very enjoyable yeah and this one i'm just like I, I also feel like there is no turn for scott because like cassie's like we got to save these people he says nah and then she goes and punches him and then he goes and punches him he doesn't i don't feel like he has a real like realization that like oh you're right yeah. these people are important i gotta save these people it does feel like his motivation you're i don't i don't think you're wrong at all but what it he he's like oh i guess i should get involved is when his daughter is in trouble, right so right? yeah his thing is, is the same so he's just like i don't really yeah, care about his defense people. he is american <laughs> so right. well are these quantum people american that's no. important for me right because <laughs> technically that, i think they would well, space and time. Liber- is Liberty, Liberty yeah. Truth Pizza. But see, they're they're not American, which is why he only cares about them. His when daughter, it, when it affects him. Okay, right. that's okay. Yeah, this it's we've said before that there are there are you can tell there are. 
points in the MCU when they change tone. Mm-hmm. And Guardians is one of those points. And this feels like a Guardians light movie, right? You've got like the weird, uh, like, well, it feels very Taika with TD influence because he's made everything weird. You know, well, this, I think Guardians starts. I think it. Guardians, Guardians starts. James Gunn starts that. Taika yeah, with TD sure. does go. This is, but there's to a me, difference. Like James tone, Gunn brought the humor, and then you know, and there's some weird stuff. Fair. But like Taika with some weird stuff. <laughs> there, there is. But I mean, Taika with TD, especially with the last Thor, gets really weird. He does get really. And this weird. feels like, oh, now we got to do like just like they all said, we got to do Guardians. Now we got to do weird Thor stuff. Where Ragnarok. I think nails that tone. Mm-hmm. It's a very it it, it, it's a balance. Love and Thunder goes off the rails. Right. Yeah. There are moments mm-hmm. in Love and Thunder that I think are really good. Yeah. But this also this feels like they dialed it back to Ragnarok mm-hmm. where it does have those emotional beats you've got but you've also got, you know, when everybody sees Modok for the first time they're like, "Holy right. Like what happened to you?" And the explanation of why he looks Darren? like that is hilarious because <laughs> like, to their credit like they go back so the first one, and they're like, you know, and they show him getting shrunk down and his yeah. head's all big. And I was like, oh, man, that's kind of hilarious that they go all the way back to that first one. So I think that they go back to the tone of Ragnarok and don't r- ramp it up like they did in Love and Thunder. Like if and if that's the tone that they're going to go forward with the movies, like cause Spider-Man didn't have it that tone at all. Right. There are moments of levity. But overall, that's that feels very different. Doctor yeah. Strange did not feel like that either. No. It was super weird. I like those tones. I like I like the Spider Man and the, the I like the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. Oh no, I was I thought it was really good. But I think Shang Chi is the one that I feel like is the most Marvel, where it's you've got the Kill humor. This. <laughs> that's true. This is seventies Marvel like through yeah. and through. This I is love Shang Chi. This is Jack Kirby like off mm-hmm. you know a little Jim Starlin, all those guys. Yeah, I think Shang-Chi was great. Mm-hmm. But that to me had like the tone of what Marvel wanted. Yeah, it's got wants. the action, it's got the humor, it's got the heart. That's that, that a it. great balancing act. Yeah, right. that Shang-Chi I think is the best balancing act going forward. So let's jump around, but basically Michelle Pfeiffer, Janet Van Dyne, since she's been rescued, is keeping a secret. Yeah. And her secret that we find out later, but we're going to spoil it now. She's banging Bill Murray. Well, that is a secret, <laughs> but uh, she had met one of the kings in the quantum realm, and it come to find out it's King the Conqueror. And so after he was banished by the Council of Kings, he, they sent him so he could not affect any more of the timelines, and he went in the quantum realm. And so he wants her to repair his ship and his little time doohickey. The but unbeknownst, he, he, unbeknownst to her... He she thinks he's just a traveler. Sure. But until she when they fix the thing She touches she it. She touches it and she sees what he has done. Yeah. Then she's like, Oh no. And this is another problem I have, and it's a problem with comic movies in general. Kang is so overpowered. When you see what yeah. he's done to universes, and then the people we care about fight him and he's like, Pew, pew, <laughs> pew. He goes and destroys planets like this. <laughs> he's I mean it's evaporating just like, other people. <laughs> he is. <laughs> And then he shoots Ant-Man, I guess, with a different That's what I'm gun. saying. I don't know. Okay, make the big bads overpowered, but then give them someone that can fight them on the same level. When you make the bad guy pull his punches, right. we've seen him destroy whole planets. Why is he fighting or people like this? Just <laughs> have him use a tool to destroy the whole planet, yeah, right? Like, don't yeah, make yeah. Him that He's got overpowered. this weapon that he doesn't have currently. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. and, and it's not like saying he's depowered. He has all his power of his suit. He just doesn't have his 
time travel device. So it's I think frustrating. where it makes sense is the final fight, right? Like the final fight, which is Scott and Kang, but Kang's suit is messed Broke. up. Well, yeah, that so, ma- okay, so punching that, each other makes sense, and yeah. it's just and I also, Jonathan and I, Majors and punching I people. Also, yeah. love that Paul Rudd that, that Hank or that Scott Waits. Lang can't fight. Yeah. He's not a good he's fighter. Yeah, right. They actually show blood he's in this get, movie. He's getting beat up. I don't know if I say he's not good. Well, that's not fair. as good as Kang. That's fair. But, but I mean, like, he, it's still not okay. He's he, not a bodybuilder. He, right. He's, the thing, he's going yeah. toe-to-toe with this guy, and he's not yes. winning. Yeah. Right, he's right, right. surviving. Which is believable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, I, don't gotta, I don't got to win. We just got to both lose. We just got to lose. Yeah. Which is good. That's I mean, good I like that. It is funny, though. He is jacked. Jonathan Majors is jacked to the gills. I have to believe that he was already training for, for Creed yeah, 3. Sure. And they yeah. were just like, can you... All right, I guess we're going to have to refit your suit because yeah. holy like, cow. We got to cover all this up to it. So why are you a bodybuilder? But but anyway, I just it's frustrating to me that you see the destruction he can cause with that suit, and then he chooses to evaporate people when it's not when they're red shirts. And when sure. it comes to our people fighting, like all the guys right. you're rooting for, all our fun new characters that are leading this resistance. Or then you have to or come up with a plot device for why he needs them alive. Yeah, oh. right. The amount of time he has. <laughs> They're walking him down the prison hallway and they pop out their little shrinkers yeah. and shrink the guys. They do that numerous times in this movie. <laughs> and then he, two guards are holding Janet. Yeah. And there's the battle going on outside and he's like, all right, you stay here. I'm going to go fight these guys. <laughs> Just pop her. What, yeah. what are you doing? I it's, the old, it's the old James Bond thing. Like, no, no, I have to tell you my entire yeah. plan first while yeah. you try well, to get away. He, but he... He tells her the whole plan, and she doesn't do anything during that. He could still just go, well, all right. And, <laughs> and then Paul Rudd leaves his daughter with him. He's like, Cassie, you know, it will be okay, and he leaves. And then when Paul Rudd gets him the device that he wants, he's like, meh, you guys are all dead. It's like, so he could have just killed her if he wasn't actually going to use her. You know what I mean? Like, that's the writing. That's what I'm talking about. When you say Iron Man, this feels like, well, Iron Man, really good writing. There's things in this movie that don't feel like good writing. It's funny and weird. I like this yeah. guy's Rick and Morty type writing, but as a whole story and explaining the motivations of the characters, and it's just... I think Kang's, uh, Kang's motivation, you know, we, we talk about how Thanos is like, no, I can kind of see it. Like, right. it's not like he's not, he's not, I don't want to take over everything. I just want, yeah, you don't want to flourish. You don't want your villains to be too mustache twirling yeah. right. these days, right? Like, you want to have some sort of realistic motivation. When that's, that's what always was kind of cool about X-Men, right? Like, yeah. Like, with the idea of, like, one's Martin Luther King, one's Malcolm X, right? right. Like, you understood where they were coming from. And and Kang is very, I just like to kill things because I kill things. I don't know, though, because I thought Kang was kind of like Thanos for the fact that he's actually destroying the timelines that if they were to combine and get out of whack, it would destroy everything. Like, he no, is I thought controlling he was just, I thought he was destroying timelines that could defeat him. There's I don't the think word so. incursion that I am yeah. unsure of what that means. I think he's but. destroying incursions, which are bad because they said that if those the, the they say it again, you have to watch Loki for this. Yeah, that's, that's the true. So in the TVA, which a Kang created, the he who the, the, the Kang the Kang in the show, the Kang in the show, who's yeah. like the good one, like of, of all the ones, he created the TVA to control incursions because if the timelines get all out of whack and people start the variants do things that are bad for the timeline, they combine in the whole multiverse. So implodes. this this is a plot from the comics mm-hmm. where I'm, it's. It, I wish I could remember the name of this the miniseries, but it's the new Avengers are are having to deal with like incursions from other worlds, mm-hmm. and like the Avengers are blowing up worlds, right? Trying to keep them from like because if they collide, if this yes. if this Earth from 
the five one five collides with the six one six, all of us are. And that's, that's what that's what Kang that's is what doing. I took it so to Kang what, is yeah. actually do, but he goes. Uh, it's a murderous, you know, destructive thing. But he is doing it to control the timelines, and the timelines are out of whack. I think because the other kings are, like you said, they're playing around with it like kids, right? They're right. Like out of control kids. So he is actually doing it for a Thanos type reason. But you know, he's destructive, and that's bad. What we what they really need to do is shut down the other kings. The, the good luck council of the kings, not this. You know, there's, king. a, you know, there's a council of Richards too, right? Oh, count, yeah. There's a council mm-hmm. of reeds yeah. that exists as well. Isn't that what was in Doctor Strange? Wasn't that? Uh, no, that was the, the Illuminati. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, which is not Don't be stupid, Kevin. <laughs> the Illuminati. Well, I wasn't going to say their name, but okay. <laughs> Good luck. Hope to uh, see you next week. Yeah. Goodbye. They get separated in the quantum realm, and I, it, Janet. Again, this is very. I don't know why they say Anne Michelle Pfeiffer. She should be on the. Well, and it is a like the second highest build. Yeah, that's. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, I thought they said Anne Michael Douglas though. Is he oh, got they? the last? He got the and yeah. Well, either or. But that's a very high. This is her building. movie. Like yeah. it's there are other characters that are in it, but this is mostly about her. I'm telling you, she's the wasp. She's the one in the title because yeah. Right, I mean, Evangeline other- Lilly has <laughs> ten minutes of screen time. You think? Yeah. I mean, seriously, like she's. Did you I feel guys- like she's got some sort of contractual thing that's like my character's title ha- name has to be in the title of the film, and then they were like, okay, but <laughs> we got another one. We've got it's another wasp, and we're gonna make it her movie. But your character's title's in there, but like it can you can see it through either it's prism. Su- it's such a shame that that has gone the way that it has gone because that animosity between her and scott in the first one i think is amazing talk about sidelined and you think ant-man sidelined uh, she literally is sidelined until the very end where she has to save scott yeah i think she put like, herself in yeah. that position but i mean That's... she's not in the movie for hardly anything but you're right they're split up janet's like hey if anyone knows where to find scott it's and cassie bill murray it's bill murray <laughs> which know? i thought was a great it is funny i was in the theater and i well, he's canceled too now, so you can't. Oh, is he really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, dang. Very canceled. Oh. And now all these stories are coming about, even from back in Quick Change, of how he's yeah. making oh. people cry do and terrible. Think, do you think he was in the movie more? I wonder, because he, he does have a quick oh. part. He doesn't come back, and I guess you could just assume that little that monster, monster killed him, yeah. but it didn't I, on screen. Like, he's just getting waved I around. I think he would have been the second post, like the funny tag. Right. But I think they cut that out and replaced it with something that, you know. Yeah. Is it. Did he get me? Did he get me tooed, or just that he's a? Well, it's kind of like an that, but both. Oh, well, because the last thing he got fired from was a me too thing. Did he oh. get me tooed? He's not the victim yeah, here. <laughs> did he? <laughs> right, yeah, right. but no, he he got fired from his. Who's the monster? <laughs> <in the film? laughs> I, as soon as you said that, that's exactly was, where uh, I went. Did they get it. him? Did they? Get- <laughs> he was on an Aziz Ansari movie. It was he, he was his directorial oh, debut. It was yeah. his directorial debut, yeah. and the Jeez, whole thing a, got shut poor down. Guy. That's Aziz for real. Yeah, like also you, bud. Like, come on. But then all these stories came out, and like Gina Davis, Gina right? Davis. Somehow, oh, yeah, how mean he was to her on the set of Quick Change, and mm, and yeah. I think something did uh, Richard Dreyfus say something about? I mean, it is it's Richard Dreyfus. I don't know, but yeah. anyway, so he's in trouble now too. I'm surprised. I'm like, dang, they left him like because they didn't I mean, really need him in there. I don't know. It is kind of a pivotal, I mean, not a pivotal part, but they could have refilmed one other person going, whatever, blah blah blah. I mean, I if they didn't need on him. screen with anyone. I don't think <laughs> you know so. what I mean? Like they right. could have just reshot that. They could have Kevin Spacey it. Yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. Like it was. Oh no! What? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. No, you meant they could have Christopher Plummer. Right. Oh <laughs> yes, 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 yes. That's what you meant. 
Yeah, he didn't, he didn't Kevin Spacey anything. Anyway, so so they go to him because she's like, he would know where they are, and then he's like, I'm a bad guy now. Well, it's like, yeah, I'm turning you over. Yeah, like that's the, this guy runs this whole little world, and we don't want to cross the yeah. boss. So here you go. Yeah. And so then, there's a fight, you know, some laser blaster. How much does this movie want to be Star Wars? Oh, okay, yeah. this is Star like, like when, when Cantina. We, it's the it's, Cantina, it's, but like absolutely. What if the whole world was, was the Cantina? Cantina. I yes. mean, this movie is so. It is. Wait, I was thinking Wars. as I'm sitting there, I was like, man, we have come full circle. Where like we've got a heist movie, we've got swingers, we've got the Rocketeer. Yeah. What else do we own? Star Wars? Yeah. Let's just do a Star Wars movie. Like, I you mean, know you could just do a Star Wars right. movie. <laughs> it felt a little odd how much it, it was, was trying this to... whole thing in the in the in the bar, it was like go oh, So they steal a ship. I did think it was very funny when Michael Douglas like, like how do you, how do you this, fly this thing? Just put your hands in it. Just, let's put your hands in all the way. It's like two gooey globs <laughs> yeah. that are just sticking out. I mean, like two anuses. Yeah. Right. And then he gets used to it and he's later he's like, I'll drive. I got it. I wanted put... to see him pull him out. I didn't oh, see I it, like, but that stuff's funny. Like I like the weirdness. That's very much a Rick and the galaxy yeah but that's, i mean very rick and morty this, also very rick and morty yeah so that stuff's fun but anyway they all have to catch up to one each other meanwhile who, scott real quick who yeah. was the voice of the globby guy the the russian robber from the other ant-man movies that, okay yeah. okay i thought it was michael sarah where's first. Luis? what a how what do you a, not have him in this movie? Yeah. at least in a post credit some should have been Doing his funny thing at post credit. Well, like here's a way to inject humor in the movie: suck him into the quantum realm because oh. he's going to have his mind blown <laughs> and have all sorts of funny things. <laughs> right. To say Let him be the everyman because really, for the most part, er, well, not for the most part, everyone who gets pulled into the quantum realm is like, yeah, no, we're it's right. crazy. Very here. serious. We're, we're all superheroes. We're yeah. in the quantum. We, yeah, yeah, act like you've been. He here would before. have been great. Fish out of water. Just yeah. Spouting off the, the funny. The yeah. globby guy. Is the MVP for me? That little that little creature was. How hilarious. many holes do you have? Do you love that? Did you, were you counting along? And then Cheaty, I just call him Cheaty. What Jackson? What's William his name? Jackson Harper. William Jackson. Harper. He's like, does he say seven? Seven. He's he like has seven. seven. He's like, yeah, he's like, that's right. Yeah, no, that's that right. great. Yeah. I love it. And then at the end, when he gets shot, I turn to Kate and he go, he has holes now. Yeah, and right, then, right. It was a good line. He's like, I have you, holes. Did you know he could do that? Yeah. No, I had no idea. Yeah, and that's kind of like they they win. That's kind of well. So, it, but they... but Cassie is captured, and so. Kang says, you have to go get me my time travel MacGuffin doohickey, and, or else I'm going to kill her. Okay, so he goes off on his ad- adventure, tracks it down. Brings it back. But when, So when he goes in, so basically what happened is Michelle Pfeiffer, in order to stop Kang from getting it, puts the big, you know, the big growy dot on it, and it becomes this huge... I don't know this huge. It's like turning. A, I mean, it's like a it's like a throne. I don't know how to describe like, it? It's just this huge floating, glowy whatever. And so he has to go through it. But what it does, because that thing allows time travel and all that, it creates infinite possibilities. Right. So every decision you make branches off into you know one of like two things, and those turn into four, and so on, and so on. And you become a bunch of ants, like like Calgon. Exactly. I told two friends, and they told two. That's friends. Exactly. That's exactly. And it. so on, and so on. he got the reference. <laughs> yeah. at least. And so, well, it is an old commercial. <laughs> oh, I know, but Wayne's Wayne's World when he's oh, I forgot yeah. they used yeah, Wayne's World, but yeah, making fun of it because yeah. it wasn't as old then. But that's from <laughs> yeah. like the seventies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he goes in there, and this is, I think, one of the coolest scenes in the movie. He starts repl- He keeps splitting off. Yeah. And the one that's the Baskin Robbins guy <laughs> with the I wrong name here? tag and everything. But why is there only one Baskin Robbins guy? Because there's only one possibility to where he does doesn't get fired from Baskin Robbins. Like, it's just this one random. So he this starts... This feels like Edgar Wright. This feels like an Edgar Wright yeah. gag, for yeah. sure. But so so he splits off, and you see literally tens of thousands of Scots, and they're all running around. It's chaos, pure chaos. But 
our Scott has to get to the thing and shrink it, and he throws a shrinky circle at it. It doesn't. It, it bounces <laughs> I off. I believe they're called up. shrinky dinks. Shrinky mm. dink, right? Yes. So he put it in the big oven. <laughs> they're all his friends from the Avengers. So he throws it and it gets burnt. And so they, but they all work together because he's like, I got to get to Cassie and, and all the other ones kind of stop. They're like, Cassie, Cassie. So it shows you no matter what possibilities there are, he's always going to care about Cassie. So they all like pull him up on a pillar. He gets close. It's like a bunch of ants. Yeah. Basically they do work like ants, but he ends up, he's about to fall off the thing. And then here comes Evangeline Evangeline Lily for her three minutes of screen. Right. And she comes and saves them and they throw a whole bunch of shrinky dinks at it (laughs) and it ends up, you know. Yeah. The the big, the final set piece is Kang is fighting off the rebellion. Rebellion, I guess. Yeah. Who he can't just go again. He can't just go and mow them all down. For some reason, he doesn't fight like that against our rebellion. Does it for every other planet. Nope. Whole timelines. There are, there are scenes though, like Matt said, where he's just like, yeah. And just oh, disintegrating. Gone. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> but sometimes he hits people you know and they just go, oh, yeah. ouchie. I just can't stand the, that in movies. Yeah. It just yeah. doesn't make sense. The, the one thing we didn't talk about is there that Hank has developed these super ants, basically. This was great. This was a great callback to the very beginning of the movie, basically the first 10 minutes when they all go in there in his ant farm where Hank shows that his ants have actually developed technology all on their own and they've got all these glowing lights and tech inside their ant farm. Chekhov's ants. Yeah, it gets sucked in and you never hear from them again. You just see them getting sucked in. Well, they're here. But in the time dilation thing, when they traveled, they actually lived thousands of years developing their technology and their society. And so Hank, throughout the movie and his hearing aid, starts to hear all these noises, and he just thought it was broken or whatever. It was actually the ants trying to communicate right. with them. And so he runs into them and finds his whole army of and advanced of course, tech. We get the, we, you don't really get, well, you get Hank to be a version of Ant-Man one last time is the way I took it, where he's controlling all of the ants yeah. and they're kind of... It was know. a cool triumphant scene. I liked it when he's standing there and they're all going yeah. past him. It was cool. I no, it was cool. It. That was my other probably favorite part of the movie. Yeah. It was um, a good callback. It was a good way to... It was a good way to save the day to have someone, you know, that you have, forgot about come in and yeah, clean yeah. up. Now, I'm not a movie peer. Okay. Try oh. to not do it. Oh, pee. Okay. <laughs> Piss? What we're are all, you? Well, we're all well, movie peers. You said here. you said yeah. peer, and I was like P E E. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wasn't. Like I'm movie. not a film urinator. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I, I am. I know. I come out soaked sometimes. <laughs> I, 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 so I usually go before the film. Hmm? Uh, went in preview start movie starts. I, go, I didn't pee before the movie. Oh, oh no, I'm drinking a, a coffee. I snuck it in. Oh, oh. Uh, I get to this point. I and I'm thinking the whole time, right? You, you, you're having kind of a, a smaller scene. I go, I could Which go is now. The point? Yeah, but I, I got it. I, I never go during a movie. Yeah. How old are you? Now, uh, when I saw the movie, well, I'm assuming there. <laughs> Did you celebrate a birthday between in close proximity? Yeah. <laughs> I'm 38, but I'm a couple days older now. Sure. <laughs> so this is how it starts. Oh no! Yeah, it's oh, only man. it's only it's going to get worse before it gets better. Also, it's not going to get better. Oh, <laughs> I'm forty like, and I don't do it. The better, so. oh, it'll happen. <laughs> it's like one day a switch flips and like you just have to pee for no reason. <laughs> There's do... no correlation between the amount of hmm. beverages I consume uh. and how much I pee. With now, me, it's caffeine. Now, if I drink caffeine, it just now I drink a lot of soda. But yeah. there are times when I don't drink a lot of soda. And I still pee like crazy. I'm just like, where is it coming from? Where is <laughs> it, it defies well, the laws of physics. So <laughs> okay. these ants bust through the wall, and, and I'm busting through the wall, right? <laughs> and I'm like, I can't. I, this it sucks so bad, but I, I have to. Right. I go. 
I pee. I come back. Kang's on the ground. And I go, okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's fine. Well, that, I, and, that and tracks. I, can, I I tell, like, can I tell him the story of of me, the most famous incident oh, of oh, me sure. peeing oh, during I gotta a movie? I got to tell you. Not only during a movie, during a Marvel movie. During a Marvel oh, movie. Oh, right on. Yeah. So this is how this can affect you. <laughs> this can really damage your perception of a film. I peed during Spider-Man 3. The the uh, Sam Raimi? Right. Okay. And so I just so happened to pee during the infamous, what is now infamous, dance oh. scene. And so that's a bummer. I came out of the movie going like, I mean, it was okay. It wasn't great, but it's like it's, it's not awful. Where if you see it with the dancing, <laughs> it's a sure. very different movie. It's a turd of a movie. Yeah. Like I mean, because it's already borderline not good, and yeah. then they give you that, and you're like, right, f what? this movie. <laughs> I like. It. I didn't get oh, the f this movie scene because okay. I had to sneak out to pee. So it's a it's a it, it can really it can really bite you in the ass. <laughs> And the, well, so but, but but kind of when I was saying I think this movie is like too long. It, it it's got a lot of things, like they're, they're setting up these like machinations, this clockwork. Like we have to find the guy, and you know now, all right, man. Next forty minutes is finding the guy, and then they say you got to do the thing. And it's kind of like I get to the point where it's like when the fighting starts, it's like. Now I have to watch 20 minutes of nothing, really. <laughs> I mean, it's fun. It's cool. But but at the same time, it's just like... I know. The fighting gonna... is just... It's so bland. We've seen it all before. You've got to do something different. When you give a fight sequence, it's got to be like a Russo-esque, awesome, innovative fight sequence. Or else it's like pew-pew blasters. Got, it's just... It's all and the same no thing. And there's no stakes until these, like... Like when uh, Flashlight Head got killed, I guess was kind of yeah. like a yeah. I was, I mean, uh, I knew that guy. Or, or then you get to the end where Kang and it's just Kang and Scott, and you're like, okay, now we have some yeah. stakes. But like, what? I mean, 15 minutes maybe of of really this doesn't right. like matter. Of stormtroopers getting killed. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, I don't know. It's just kind of the whole where movie. you just know the guys that. Your guys are not. There's no. It. There's no moment where you're just like Scott may not make it. I, right. Except I, well, for that. So scene at the end, I thought they were the going to get trapped I there. I did. I that well, and that's right. And that's so, cool because you're like, oh my god, what are the implications of them being? But trapped But they've already there? trapped him there once, right? They've already ended a movie like that once with them trapped. Right. There. So like to do oh, it again sure, sure, sure. just seems kind of lame. Like it, we've it, seen that. Yeah. Sure. But you thought for a second it might happen, and now that this device is like exploding, there may be some reason why they're or they're going to go to a different multiverse and have to explore this other. Of, yeah. Yeah. So and it just for a second, but then they had mentioned something earlier in the movie where I think Cassie had said something like, "Oh well, if I had so and so, I well, could just she fixed built, this." The, the reason we're here to begin with is she built this right. little like signal device. That was like basically Basketball. like sonar. Yeah, it was basically sonar to the quantum realm, and it was bouncing a signal back and forth, and that's how Darren Cross f- sees them and, and gets them sucked into the phantom in the phantom zone in the, the quantum realm. It's never realm. too late to not be. A- <laughs> that's a that good was line. Great. I like that. Darren's like, I'm just, I'm such a. Oh, I actually did want to ask. He doesn't come back after that. No. No, he dies like right there. He's dead. Well, Modok. Well, I mean, it's well, Mo- it's Modok, right? Well, I thought for sure I must have missed the part no. where he comes in no, to he's... like save for a yeah. second. Oh somebody. no, he does come back and save. He comes back like 
she he saves the day after the he's like he's in the new avenger yeah he i was being oh so so she had cassie had they have that she's like it's never he too tries late to not to be kill a cassie and cassie's cassie like, wins. A and then he's like i'm just i'm always gonna be a so never he too late to saw that so modok does come back he breaks he destroys the he, shield he breaks through kang okay, 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 okay and then okay, okay. kang like blasts him and kills him and kills him but his dying words are like i'm just i'm so glad i could become an avenger and scott's <laughs> yeah. like yeah yep. yeah buddy you're part of the team yeah and he's like coughing up like this it's weird very funny goop. Yeah. Yeah. so he yeah. dies thinking missed, he's an avenger i missed the dancing yeah. scene <laughs> no but modok will be back just yeah somehow is that what it says at the end of the movie yeah there's the 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 knockdown drag out fight between a depowered Kang and Scott. Scott kind of knocks, pushes him into. Does he the, throw? He, so the, in this movie, they do it a few times where they throw the sh- the shrinky dinks and the growy dinks together, which creates like obviously a push and pull and this explosion. one. This they, one, I think that they he bra- he pushes Kang like into the globe the globe. Thing, I think he throws a bunch of things. And he's, on there. I think he they, he sma- did throw things. He throws. And the, he did push. He pushes, but they throw all of those things on We're there. All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it basically explodes it's, and sucks him into it and explodes. Yeah, and, and then he gets yeah, but Kang actually gets sucked into it, and I think he dies, which leads me to the second post credit scene. Remember when one Kang oh, dies, another you think, is you think born. This, you think the Kang and the Loki scene is, and it's all at time is just it's all out of like it doesn't work the same. So I, I believe you. his reincarnation went back into the olden days, and that is the Kang that's going to create the TVA and be the one that they kill in the Loki series. I think that's him. Oh. I think that's the good Kang. I do not think that. Oh. I hear you. Yeah. But the way that theory. but the way that Loki looks at him is like, we gotta stop. Oh, this. Tr- I think they're trying to find the good one that bad Loki killed. I think they need him because he's the good Kang. I think they're gonna get him back. Is there and they, a bad Loki? The girl is I mean, no, the like you know the do you watch the show? Yeah, yeah. she was trying to like do bad stuff the whole show. Oh, like, I guess the that's female fair. Loki. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. You know, okay, okay. She's sorry, spoilage for Loki. She's the cloaked, mysterious villain. Is the female Loki right? But she kills the, the first of his name. He whatever the Kang name is for that. The guy. first time we see Jonathan Majors, he's the bad guy, but he's not really because he's like, hey, this is what I'm doing again, trying to stop timelines from imploding and she ends up killing him but i think they went back in time to see the guy that started the tva and since time works differently they're going back to find him when he starts well maybe stop him from starting the tva and causing mess and getting a handle on the case we'll find out in loki season two there you go this is my theory so i'm putting it out there (laughs) okay okay it's it's recorded it's it's logged away uh so the first post-credit sequence is the council of kangs and they're basically like bad stuff is happening yeah we, and it's it is kind of it's crazy the king like, tut one it's the there's, there's three a, of them kind of cyborg one and then there's another one yeah. but there there and these are all different versions it doesn't matter yeah. but there is like when they when they pan back and all the kangs are there i was like oh that's right out of that fantastic yeah. four comic like that's it's exactly like thousands of them lined up and yeah they all in look, a coliseum yeah. basically real yeah. party boys up yeah. there in the stands yeah, right, right. Excited. uh and then the second one that we talked about is owen wilson and tom hiddleston uh, as Loki and the other guy, yeah, and we see a, a an old Jonathan Majors. He looks old-timey. like Tesla. You know, he does look like, like the Tesla, Prestige, yeah. right? Like um, old timey, old timey yeah. Tesla. You said old, like he was. Oh no, old timey. Yeah, old timey. It's like old-timey. the Prestige, right? Yes. Like when the whenever yes. they're on stage doing their magic stuff, he's right out of that yes. kind of time. 
yeah, and that's how this one this one ends. Like, I guess Scott has another existential crisis where he's like, "We did beat him, right?" Like, uh, yeah, that was good. We did. Yeah, we, where he's like, "Yeah, yeah we, we beat the bad guy." And he's like, "But wait a minute, he did say <laughs> that he was the only one that could escape to set the timelines, and now I killed him." I love that to think like we just doomed the whole right, and which is where doors. we're going going which, forward. Yeah. What about this, Tom? Okay, what if that happened? At like three quarters through the movie. <laughs> Scott's out. He's going, oh, did we though? And then Kang, ah, I'm here. Oh, <laughs> that's we, actually not bad. We kind of get another, maybe a fight. He, Whatever, you know. But we kind of did that in Doctor Strange it. when he gets the eye. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Kinda... But I'm talking like the climax of the film is, is that. It's not a fight. It's actually like a or interior fight. In a your fight mind. in our world you know yeah, something right. i don't know <laughs> i probably yeah. just peed during it <laughs> sure sure hey I, same man yeah so what have we got we've got piss brothers over here <laughs> piss bros that's a t-shirt well, that's um or a weird or section a of, yeah. <laughs> weird section of red tube also true uh so we've got the marvels mm-hmm. right it's got delayed until november i think yeah is and that safe delayed is that the right word would well, you it's say pushed, it's pushed? Oh, it's pushed, okay. Pushed, okay pushed, I'm sorry. Pushed, yeah. Okay. Pushed. And then what? That's not it. That can't be. There can't be two Marvel movies in 2023. Can no? There's something. There's something. Oh, Guardians three. Yeah, yeah, Guardians three. Guardians is summer, so that's coming. Yeah. Out soon. So then you'll have the Marvels after that, and then I think we're done for the year. With well, I think we'll have a TV show. Loki. Is that this? I don't keep track mm-hmm. of the TV show. Yeah, but I, that's and that's kind of where we are. It, it's kind of funny to think. Like we had such a like a crazy run of Marvel movies for so long, and now they're like, all right, we're just gonna pump those brakes a little bit. And yeah, I think they kind of. Oh need wait, to, when are the Thunderbolts? Oh, I don't know. I don't. Is that this year? I don't. I don't know. What's the Christmas one? I mean, I know Marvels is November now, but there's got to be a a big Christmas one. I would think. I don't know. I think it might just. I don't know. I, I mean, if they, they put, wouldn't put one out in November, I know that's December, what seems right? weird. That's but you just feel like there. Would I be think a, they either do a Christmas or a Thanksgiving. Yeah, one, so. true. Mm. Okay, that's yeah. only. So we got. Two left hmm. for, for the year. year. For the year, I don't know what finishes out the phase. I've lost track of what they haven't said. They haven't? I mean, no, oh, they have to have said no. Well, I mean, they've got a bunch. They've all timelined. I mean, it's all charted out, right? Yeah, but they've you've got, got the phase. Fantastic Four is out there in twenty twenty four. You've got mm-hmm. there's a bunch of stuff in twenty twenty four as well, gotcha. like a blade somewhere that's I guess up and sure. running. But I don't know how the hell you're going <laughs> to weave that thing into the Marvel universe, or at least in this Kang storyline. I don't know how that's going to work. I mean, he's part of the... They set it up in the Eternals, so it's part of something. I guess that's true. They do set him up in the Eternals. Yeah. Yeah. But you can... I mean... You can, just plug, you can plug him in wherever It's you a want. big world, man. Yeah. yeah. You know? You're in... Right now, somewhere, there's a crazy spy doing crazy spy stuff to right. find a suitcase nuke or something. Right. But, like, I, I'm still going to go to work tomorrow. You've got... You <laughs> that's know? fair. That's fair. You've so. got Spider-Man fighting over in New York. Yeah, not while, everything. While has, that's Man the whole going Superman on. thing, right? It's like he doesn't just live in Metropolis. You know what I mean? Like there's a whole well, world yes, of people yes, Metropolis that he can home be base. saving. Well, do yeah. you? Interesting. Do you think that that's part of their problem? Is that everything is tied? Like maybe like Ant Man feels kind of inconsequential because it is tied into this Kang thing. It, whereas if you had a blade that was sort of like you know it's in the same world, but. Kang ain't showing up yeah. at the end. Would it be more fun to watch that? Oh, I see. Because everybody, I mean, like people criticize criticism of these <laughs> movies to be like everybody's uh, like wants it to tie in more. It didn't tie in enough, but they're like explicitly saying this is part of the Kang story. Right. This is the beginning of that story. So I'm, 
I want something of that if yeah. this is part of it. And like, if they had something that was no, this is Blade doesn't mess with that stuff. He fights vampires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would I not? Would I go into it a little more? Uh, I don't know if open minded is the word, but just like cool, I'll just watch this story. This mo- yeah, it's like contained. it's a du- it's a double edged sword. It really is. Where it's like, yeah, it's cool they all double edged blade. Hey. Last, there it is. I, it's cool that they tie in, and and you know, it was really cool. I think with the first Avengers things, and like, but now it feels so much like oh, it has to all tie it, in. It yeah. feels obligatory. Yeah, yeah. and I kind of yeah. want to just have this movie that stands on its own and sure. then later you're like, oh or, yeah, or that happened. even you, know? you uh, like give me I don't need Spider-Man to interact with Sam Wilson. I don't but if Peter Parker happens to need Matt Murdock as a lawyer, yeah. that's right. different. I like when they do stuff like that. Yes. Where it's, or Jen know. Walters. Like if they, or when Ray know. Park shows up because the FBI is there. Yeah. Or like that. Oh, yeah. Which Randall, Randall, Park. Really, Rand- Randall Park. Yeah. Sorry. Ray like, Park was Darth Maul. There I was we hoping we would get oh, he's more. he's canceled too. Uh, oh, no way. Mm-hmm. Dang. More of the uh, Ragnarok. Like this is a Thor Hulk movie mm-hmm. oh right. yeah. I, I thought that would have been nice to keep doing that is and cool. I, I like know, when they team like, up team two up of us like hulk yeah. is uh, that's mainly because hulk can't have his own hulk solo movies right yeah, yeah hulk cannot it, a, a, uh, a disney movie like right. it can't be an mcu movie but yeah it'd be no, cool no, if, he, hulk can't have his own movie he could be an other mcu that's movies, what i'm saying yeah. is like he disney and the mcu cannot do a solo right because universal right. owns the rights but yeah. MCU has in the contract where they can use him as a character until until Disney's like. By the way, Universal we're buying Universal. <laughs> but I, yeah, I would. I like the the team up thing, and that they yeah. don't give me a Spider Man Daredevil movie. It'd be awesome. Yeah, I guess they figured that we had a Wasp and another Wasp and another Ant Man, <laughs> and you know, did you? Yeah, the, but that's not a team up that you care about. No, I know, but I know? think maybe they didn't want. I to also know. think that would be smart because it's also a way to. To level up a character, right? For sure. Like take take yeah. a, a more tertiary character and team them up with Spider Man, and now you can, and then you you kind of sneak them yeah. into people's right. consciousness, yeah. and, and then if it works, now you, you the, can the do the theory a movie. of why it's called Daredevil Born Again Mm-mm. is that he got blipped, like Matt Murdock got blipped, and the Kingpin didn't, oh. and the Kingpin has had five years to mm-hmm. take over mm-hmm. Hell's Kitchen in New York again, mm-hmm. and now. Matt Murdock without any interference from Matt Murdock and now Matt Murdock is back Hmm. and he's gonna have to fight off the Kingpin because all those characters are coming back like they're it's same actors same characters same everything for the the TV show because that's the best TV show it was the best just don't bring in Iron Fist (laughs) it's just weird that we've seen Matt Murdock a couple times now and there's been no reference to him being blipped but we haven't had any Significant conversations. It's, it's like him it's, talking to Peter. It's him talking to Jen. Like it's there hasn't yeah. been, and he's wearing that wackadoo suit in She Hulk, which I thought was great. Like I was like, oh, the yellow suit, interesting. Yeah, okay, great. But yeah, yeah. I, I <laughs> you wanted him to Peter be like, how'd you do that? I'm a good lawyer, and I got blipped for <laughs> five years. It was crazy. I've been, I've been wanting to tell the someone king, so. the, the kingpin. You know the kingpin, right? Like he took over. That's Spider Man Four right there. Yeah. Spider Man versus the go. kingpin awesome. in the in the black suit. Well, I guess that's it for this one. Let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find this us. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And Matt, where can they find you and your wares? Well, uh, the new Fast and Furious trailer just dropped. And I'm going <laughs> to say it. I'm going to say it right now. I'll be on that episode of <laughs> Real Spoilers. I'm calling it now. Do you have any predictions? Like, there's a bad guy in it. I think Jason Momoa plays a bad guy. Check this out. This you, is, what do you think? This is bonkers. This is crazy. Put it out there. Uh, Vin is unhurt throughout the whole film. Okay. Maybe knocked out for a short mm. period, but 
No marks but, on but his the, body or clothing. The white shirt. So white. Okay. Glistening. <laughs> Please. And at the end, and I, it's nuts. Jason Momoa's not actually like that bad, okay? And they kind of end up seeing eye to eye, and they're all friends. And, well, and why, then, but more than friends? Would you, you say, say they're they could family? Be, they're they're lovers. Oh, oh that really? <laughs> what a twist! And then in the next one, Jason Momoa. You're thinking of Fast and Bi Curious. <laughs> yeah, that's what. A, oh, right. Sorry, <laughs> it's Fast Ten. Uh, uh, and then in the next one, like. Jason Momoa's like their buddy. Like he's oh family. Gosh. He's in there fighting with them. So I didn't see the last one and I knew that John Cena was the bad guy and I saw and the trailer the, for this and I was like, is he part of this I didn't, team? The Are trailer came me? on and I was like, I don't really care yeah. if I ignore it or not. And then John Cena's like, what do you need, Ben or Dom? And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. No, he's, God, if that was the line, that'd be my favorite movie. What do you need, Ben? I mean, Dom. Dom. Oh, that'd be good. Just leave it I'm in. I'm calling Just it now that Brie Larson is Paul Walker's sister. Like not Mia, but another sister that they never. She, told. Wouldn't, she wouldn't be that, Mia. That's Mia Diesel's is Vin sister. Diesel's sister. Oh, that's right. Th- that's his wife. I'm so sorry. Yes, yeah. got yes. a sister. Okay. I remember nothing. Brie Larson any of these will be ever we'll seen. Do a sister. Blonde hair. I will. Yeah. Oh. We'll do a yes. You will. <laughs> no, I won't. Yeah. All nine of them. I haven't even seen the first together. four together. Tom, oh man, those are the you. good ones. I came the in on good ones. <laughs> I came in on five for the show. For the show, only because oh of the God. show. I cannot imagine. Do you imagine... know the first one, the plot revolves around them stealing DVD, DVD players? players? I know that. It's point That's break. where it went from. They now save the world like top secret agents. Fa- the first Fast and Furious is point, is break. point break. Truly, yeah. 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 But anyway, oh, and uh, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at <laughs> Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Find the show online, Facebook.com slash Real Spoiler. So anyway that's it for this one uh thanks for tuning in and until next time graham is trapped when a tunnel collapses get ready for a spoiler won't say it twice because we already warned you better watch out it's gonna ruin the drive real spoilers real spoilers real spoilers Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.